Welcome to the Fit and Fierce podcast, a show to inspire and empower you and remind you that we're all a little messed up and that's okay. I'm your host, Megan. And in my personal journey, I realized that the fiercest thing I ever did was to ask for help. I no longer wanted my story to rule me. I was going to own it and share it. And throughout each one of these episodes, I want you to remember that being flawed doesn't make you less. It makes you more. I am finally going to answer the question that I get asked so often from most of my one-on-one clients and the ladies that I work with. And that is, I'm going to cue you guys in on the one way, the one diet that all of you need to be doing. The one way that to eat that is going to answer all of your health and wellness prayers. It is going to be the key that unlocks everything that you have been struggling with. Okay, are you guys ready? It doesn't fucking exist. There is not one way to eat. There is not a one size fits all. We are all completely different human beings. So where in our minds or where in our worlds that we thought that there was ever one way to do something is so, so ridiculous. But I've fallen victim to that so many times. You know, you see your neighbor who had great success eating keto and you say, yep, this is for me. Or your best friend went vegan and lost a ton of weight and has energy and feels great and is fantastic. So you say, yep, this is me or she intermittent fasts or she is paleo or she doesn't eat wheat, whatever it is. Everybody has a different method that has worked for them or has not worked for them in the past. And we get so locked into there's just this this one way that we need to do. And it's so unbelievably wrong. This is the one thing that we all need to do. And it's hard. It's harder than following a diet. It's harder than following a nutrition plan. It's harder than Googling the easiest and fastest way to lose weight. The one thing that we all need to be doing is listening and honoring our body. Remembering that we have to ultimately trust that our body knows what and how to do. It is a self-efficient machine, people. Not even a machine entity. I don't even know the right word. But it has been keeping people alive for millions and millions of years, billions of years. Why do we think that we have to manipulate it to work for us? Or why do we always feel like our body is fighting against us. It's working with us. We just got so lost in translation of what to do that it's a battle that we're always facing. And there's a couple things that have really, really triggered this in me. And one specifically is a podcast that I listened to this morning. And it was from somebody who is pretty prominent in the health and wellness field. And she had great information. I was so on board with everything that she was talking about. And she was really talking about paying attention to foods that are inflammatory and foods that don't agree with us. And I really, really strongly felt aligned with all of the information she was sharing. Tell about a quarter to a half of the way through the interview. 
and she started to sprinkle in little phrases that didn't sit well with me. But we all say things on the fly that maybe kind of come across not in the best way. But then towards the end of the interview, she really spent a lot of time kind of getting on a soapbox and preaching about the one way that we need to be doing things. And it really pissed me off. The first thing that she was saying was that um, we all should be eating two meals a day, not snacking, and just call it good. Well, I get hungry with only two meals during the day. And maybe I'm not balancing things out right, but that doesn't suit me. And for somebody who maybe you struggle with blood sugar issues or hormonal imbalances or adrenal fatigue or cortisol issues, that's not an appropriate way to eat. That's sending that body into that spike of cortisol and blood sugars all over the place. And we're not stabilizing that. So why why do we think that what works for somebody is going to work for us. There is not, again, a one-size-fits-all for that. So to come and tell somebody that they're doing something wrong if they're eating in a different way is really detrimental. It's detrimental to not only somebody's physical health, but it's extremely detrimental to our emotional health and our thoughts and patterns around food. And for somebody who is struggling with disordered eating patterns or body image issues, or just not a great relationship with food, coming and putting those rules and regulations on it is not going to help. And that's the same way that so many quote-unquote diets do, is anytime you veer off, then we instantly feel like a failure. When maybe we're veering off because our body is telling us that that's not a great approach for you, that you don't feel well when you do that. The other thing that she said too that really aggravated me was that after dinner, whatever time that is, that you need to completely lock the kitchen. Or she wished that there was a way that she could magically make the kitchen disappear out of our lives after dinner. Why? If you're hungry, eat. If your body's sometimes... Not often, but I'll eat dinner and I'll say like, wow, I didn't get enough today. I'm actually feeling hunger cues. I need food. Or sometimes you're at a family gathering and you want to celebrate or you have a late night snack with your kids or your spouse or your friends because that feels really good to you in the moment. Do it. Again, I understand the concept of where she's coming from. And I by no means think that she's giving people information to harm or to set them up to fail. But it's that line of thinking. And maybe that comes with people who have not had those struggles and you don't see the other side of the coin. And that's okay. But again, if it's you, it doesn't fit right. Or that if it's me, it immediately puts up rules that I want to push against against. When I lived my life in such a rule box, in such a way of I had to eat at this time and I couldn't eat this and this is when I ate that, that's when I struggled the most. When I started to tap into my intuition, when I started to really listen to the cues that my body was telling me, whether it was good cues or bad cues, that relationship with food became a heck of a lot easier. And it will for you as well. And also, I want you to remember that just because somebody puts a status on something 
A label on something does not make them higher up than you, does not mean that they have figured out the way to eat or the pathways of nutrition. And this comes back to putting a lot of, again, diet culture and labeling on foods because they're buzzwords and people get sucked into that. But remember that (laughs) that's a buzzword. It's people getting sucked into. And what I'm meaning by that is whatever method of eating that you are doing today or tomorrow, we never have to be on the same way of eating forever, but whatever method feels good to you, come back to why you're doing it. Are you doing it because it's a way that gives you energy? It's a way that fuels you. It's a way that helps you with your goals. It's a way that helps you with your workouts. It's a way that lets you sleep better, have better skin. Or are you doing it because it makes you lose weight? Are you doing it because somebody told you to? Come back to the why of why you're doing what you're doing. And then thinking about, again, like I said, I got a little tangenty because this makes me fiery, but those statuses of things. I practice a particular way of eating because for me, that's what makes my body feel well. And so when I say this, remember this, that I'm not pointing fingers at somebody because I'm coming from this approach, but I do eat a plant-based diet. It doesn't make me better than you if you are eating a steak. It sure as heck doesn't make me better than anybody. What it does is it makes me feel fueled. It makes me feel energized. That's why I eat the way that I eat. Also, whatever way of eating can be healthy, and I use this term lightly, and not healthy in a way that I can choose to eat, label myself as somebody who eats plant-based. I can still go to Trader Joe's and buy vegan or plant-based cookies chocolate cake um crackers bread whatever it is and not that any of those foods are good or bad but they're still full of processed chemical pieces when we look at nutrition we feel the best when we eat whole foods we just simply do we get to implement all types of foods into our diet but we still again have to be honest with what makes me feel good we can turn this around and we can say that same thing about keto if you're keto and you're only eating bacon is that truly what your body feels best with probably not you can eat it you can enjoy it and if you're eating it because you enjoy it you do you girl But when you come back and say, am I doing it because it makes me feel good? Probably not. Not all the time anyway. Not as the only thing that you're eating in your diet. Ultimately, the one and only way that we need to be eating is in a way that makes us personally feel the best. Tap into yourself. Be honest with yourself. Learn to pay attention to your cues of hunger satiety, I never can say that word right, feeling satisfied, feeling bloated, feeling energized, feeling tired, what your skin is doing, pay attention to that. And whatever way that is for you, that is the one and only way that you should be eating. 
Thank you so much for listening to the Fit and Fierce podcast. If you enjoyed it, please head over to iTunes, subscribe and download so you never miss an episode and drop me a rating and review. It's the best way to support the show and to keep more episodes coming your way. See you next time.